Hey everybody, this is episode 84 of Here's Up, a podcast that discusses everything from fashion and lifestyle to why sweet corn is superior to creamed. I'm your host, John Paul. I'm Allie. And this is David. Each episode, we're all going to pick topics of things we really enjoy, love, and etc. I said, and said, and etc. And a topic of something we think is overrated or lame. Here we go. Nice. I like how you switched it. You're like super official at the beginning, then you went kind of silly at the end. It's about the duality of man, David. Oh, I didn't realize you were making uh, symbologisms. Symbolism, Dave. Symbolism. Yeah, there are two. There are two wolves inside of every person, boy, man, and girl. Wait, let's cut that. Cut that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) That's not all the options. (laughs) I noticed I left out some key key demographics there. So cut that. (laughs) (laughs) There. there are two wolves inside every person, and one, one, one is called fun, and the other one's... Anyway, that's stupid. <laughs> I, I learned that um, the ancient ancient Mongolians, you can confirm this maybe, Ali, like, did they believe that they came from a, a gray, a, like a blue wolf, or like a gray blue wolf and a deer that mated, and then out came the Mongolians? I don't know. I That's... That's know. hot. Yeah, it's kind of hot. It's a crazy, be, crazy cool. beginning. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I read that. I read that. So, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, they're like, no, that's how we became to be. I was like, wow, it's crazy. <laughs> Damn, that's really cool. <laughs> I noticed that the deer wasn't a cool color. Uh, I think there was something cool about the deer, and it wasn't called a deer. It's called something way better. I just can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, oh, it was like a doe, something doe. Oh, like a like a mythical doe. Yeah, yeah it was like a mythical. Like cloudy doe, like and my, I say cloudy, like you know mist around him. I guess when he's walking, I haven't made that up. I don't know, man. A sky doe. A sky doe. <laughs> when the great. No, I was gonna. I'm not making fun of Mongolian ancient beliefs. That's not what we do on this podcast. No. No. What we do on this podcast is have fun. Are you guys having fun? I'm having How are fun. you guys? I'm having a great time. I'm having fun. F- fuck yeah, dude. You know what else is fun? Polling your friends. That's nice. right. <laughs> Good segue. All right, this one comes straight from episode 82, The Cat in Question. David wrote this one, yeah. And he wrote, who is your favorite Mario character? This is a far cry away from the last poll, which got three votes. This one is back to our usual number. In fact, it's maybe record-breaking. So, nice. Uh, loud and clear, everybody. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, your options were Mario, Luigi, Peach, Bowser, Yoshi, Sonic, <laughs> And Toad. Yeah. What's up? Yeah. Do that Sonic in there. What's up? Yeah, that was a little, a little uh, red herring. A little jab there, you know. A little blue herring, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, tied for third, fourth, and fifth place are Toad, Luigi, and Mario with one vote each. Nine percent of the vote. In second place is Sonic the Hedgehog, oh. Sega's, Sega's mascot. <laughs> with with twenty seven percent of the votes, and in first place, of course, it's Yoshi with nearly half of the votes. And everybody loves Yoshi it loves so much. He doesn't even say anything. That's uh, probably that's okay. probably probably why they like him because he can't like, helps. Me- mess up anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's harmless. Yeah. And then, like on Super Smash Brothers, he goes like, or whatever whenever like the oh, running we, thing. Uh huh. Yeah, that's true. He, and then he, he can does make a lot. Yeah. What does that he sound like? You out as an egg. Uh. 
<laughs> that, was, that was good. I liked it. That was pretty close, yeah, I, yeah. if I remember correctly. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, cool. Uh, I also voted for Yoshi, so eat shit, David. Ugh, I voted for Sonic. I was hoping Sonic won. I wanted to vote for Sonic, but then, I don't know, for some reason I felt guilty for picking it. What? I totally voted I for Sonic. I was like, yeah, you're going to win, Sonic. And everybody's going to n- realize that Mario sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Take that. <laughs> Decades old, lucratively successful franchise. That crazy successful, yeah. <laughs> you, you know what else? You know what doesn't fall into that category? Sega. <laughs> Sega. Yeah they, yeah, they are in the ground, bro. <laughs> now, they're still around. Now they just Getting make back. games for Nintendo, you know? <laughs> yeah, I think they're going to completely revert and just go back to making pinball machines. We'll see. Yeah, why not? Let's do it. They already, yeah. already broke my heart, so. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to everybody who came out and voted in this uh, uh, that episode's poll. If you want to vote in this one, just go to the mobile app, click on this episode, scroll down a little bit. It's right there. We don't know what the question's going to be, but it's going to be zany. On with the show! Yeah. All right, y'all. On this podcast, we're negative first and positive last, as life should be. And David, this week, it's your turn to be negative first. Uh, so why don't you hit us up with that sweet, sweet nag, as you say. Oh, well, that's that nag, nag. You got to say it twice. Oh, so why don't you hit us up with that sweet, sweet nag, nag. Yeah, sweet, David. sweet nag, nag. Well, that's easy, because I, I start my day off nag all the time. So, uh, okay, no, I, I don't, but... Oh, that's terrible, <laughs> terrible podcasting. All right, better, damn it. Easy, because my negative, I'm pretty sure everybody has done, and it's like one of the most infuriating things you can do. It's probably more, but I can't think of them right now. Is locking yourself out of your apartment, or your house, or your car. Oh, yeah. I used to be the king of this. Yeah, dude. Do uh, you guys ever locked yourself out of your house, your apartment? No. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I just said I was the king of it. <laughs> I have. <laughs> yeah. 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 Me too. Uh, I I haven't done it recently. I guess I did it a couple months ago for the first time in years, but it was pretty terrible because not only did I lock my key, there's like in my apartment there's like a security door that leads to a hallway that has the apartments. So if you close that security door without your keys, then you can't get back in because you can't do the pew pew. And it open it, you know what I mean? It's got like a little fob on there. So I was really screwed. And um, I, I locked my, oh yeah, not only did I lock myself out, I left my phone in the apartment too. So I was phoneless, Shit. walletless, and I was in like my pajama outfit with just like my slippers on. And I was, <laughs> I was totally screwed. I was like, oh my God, I can't even like- That's co- like, <laughs> go ahead. You're like ready to be homeless. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, this is it, man. I don't even have any cash. I got nothing. I can't even buy a drink of water. This is it. And so I, I had to walk to Debbie's uh, place, and I rang the doorbell, and she's like, well, what, what are you doing here? I was like, oh, I, I went up there, and I was like, oh, I just really, really missed you, and uh, I just really wanted to hang out. She's like, oh, that's so sweet. I was like, yeah, uh, but while we're at it, can you text my landlord and tell her that I've locked <laughs> my shit in my apartment? I can't get inside. <laughs> she's like, oh, you fucking asshole. I was like, I know. I'm sorry. It's not like actually a sweet thing that I did is out of necessity, but but yeah, locking yourself out of your car or your apartment, like it makes you want, it makes you so mad. At least me makes me so mad that like I want to punch somebody in the face. But the only person to punch is myself for being so stupid and leaving my shit in my apartment. 
and just like leaving like they're like oh everything's fine and uh i got another story uh one christmas long time ago nobody was together for christmas except for so i just went to eureka springs to hang out with nanny on christmas eve because i had to work on christmas day so we're hanging out on christmas eve and we get trashed we go to a bar just totally get hammered and we'd like walk home barely make it home we couldn't open the door to the front door so we had to sleep in the garage apartment and uh then what? because we're too stupid and drunk okay. <laughs> <laughs> and so we go up there and i wake up on christmas christmas morning hung over so bad i have to drive to work and like because i work in like three hours and it's like a two and a half hour drive to back to Tahlequah, and i can't find my keys anywhere and so oh god so i just mom just li- gives me her keys to her car i take her car <laughs> to Tahlequah so i can go to work i go to work and then I go to my apartment to sleep on my hangover off that I've been having all day at work. And my fucking door is locked because I lost my keys uh, to, <laughs> to my car in that, in that garage apartment. So it's fucking Christmas Day. I'm locked out of my apartment. I deadbolted the shit so I couldn't get inside, like, like even break in. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to have to sleep in my car hungover on Christmas Day. It was like the worst <laughs> feeling ever. Luckily, I saw a neighbor that I knew. Her light was on. And I like went up there like pathetic. It was like, hey, uh, I'm locked out of my apartment and I can't get in there. Can can I sleep on your floor? <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> and so she was nice enough to let me sleep on her floor, so I could meet mom, in in fucking halfway. So because she found my keys, luckily, and so I, I like we met halfway and she we switched cars because she had to drive my car there. And I was like, I'm oh, sorry about last night. She's like, it was really fun, but we got way too hammered. I was like, yep. But yeah, that was an awful, awful locking myself out moment. Man. <laughs> <laughs> so there's got to be some Christmas lesson somewhere in there. Yeah, but I don't know where it is. I don't know either, man. Don't get totally <laughs> blasted Christmas Eve when you have to work the next day in a different town. <laughs> but yeah, appreciate your neighbors because you never know when you have to sleep on their floor. Yeah, yeah there you go. That's, that was a Christmas miracle. Like, how was she yeah. even home on Christmas Day, you know? <laughs> that's crazy, dude. Yeah, yeah. That, 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 so that sucks. So it's just infuriating and sad, and you can't do anything about it. Someone's got to help you get inside. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I hate that like drop gut feeling that you get when you realize that you've locked yourself yeah, out yeah. of somewhere. It's the, yes. it's the worst. Yeah, it's the only time I gasp. I'm not a big gasper, but I'm like, I close it. I'm like, <gasps> oh, bitch. You know, it's like... <laughs> Oh, it's and like that's why I said like the uh, the rage comes. I want to hit myself in the face like stupid idiot. The day's ruined, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's not fun, dude. One time I locked my, myself out of my truck at a taco restaurant two miles away from my house, uh-huh. and I and I left the car running for some oh, reason. No. I'm not sure how it worked. Oh no, I was it was like rural Montana, and I had like this weird like key card thing for my truck that you just like kind of folded over, and it was just a key. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was going to a gas station actually um, to get a pack of smokes and I left both the re- actual keys and the key card in the truck or with the truck running <laughs> and uh, I was like fuck so I just like hoofed it two miles back to my apartment and uh, got my spare key and went back and it was still running in the gas station park lot that was really stupid oh that sucks just running that whole time oh yeah that's probably a waste of gas definitely but dude when i was in college i was i don't know what why i kept doing it but I, 
always locked myself out of my, my apartment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was rough. But um, I got real. I got pretty good at breaking into places, at least you know, like low rent places. Yeah, yeah. I got you. So there was a skill, skill gained, but some dignity lost for sure. Yeah, definitely. Every time you do it, you're like, oh my god, what am I gonna learn? Man, I I haven't done it in a long time. Thankfully, uh, I can't even remember last time. But everybody, make a friend and make a spare key. Give your key to your friend. You know, it'll come in handy. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That, yeah, that's the lesson you should take away from this story. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I have, I think I've locked myself out, but it was never like a really horrible moment. I haven't done it very often. I think when I lived in Eureka before we fixed the door, it was like it was set up so like whenever you pulled it closed, it would latch and it <laughs> would lock. And so I would do that all the fucking time. If I'd go outside and smoke a cigarette and I'd lock it by accident, I'd be like, shit. <laughs> and uh, we always, like, use that back window to break in, you know? Yeah, Because it was uh, unlatched. But, yeah, I did that all the time. And then one time when you and I lived together, David, I left my keys in the apartment. And I don't know where the fuck I went, but you guys were there. And then I came back and the door was locked and you guys aren't answering your phones. Uh-huh. And I was like, shit. Oh, my God. So I was just sitting outside, like... Can you guys unlock the door? That sucks. We were only looking just, at our phones. No. So I, I sat out there for a few hours. And then... Oh, God. <laughs> I had cig- I think I, went, I walked to get cigarettes. That's what it was. And then one time I locked the keys to my car, inside my car. But I, I literally had just gotten to work. So I was like, well, shit, I guess I'll go to work and then yeah, deal, deal with this problem. Deal with that shit later, yes. <laughs> yeah. But, that's for future me to worry about. <laughs> it's like, that's 12 hours from now. We'll handle it. But yeah, I don't have, I don't have anything crazy. I don't really lock myself out very often. I'm knocking on wood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One time <clears throat> when I was living in Richmond, Kentucky, I locked myself out of my car three times in two weeks. Oh, oh man. God. Three. It was like a horrible. I don't know what's wrong with me, but I kept on calling the same tow truck guy, and like the third time, he's like, "Dude, what the hell?" <laughs> I was like, "I know, <laughs> I know." I'm, I was like, "He's like, I was like, I don't mind. You're paying me, but bro." Stop locking your keys in your car. <laughs> yeah, I was like I know. I'm so I don't know why it's so stupid. It's like it's like you paid me like three hundred dollars. <laughs> like this is two weeks. He's like giving me a lecture while he's like opening the shit. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> One time I was in Chicago, and I went to a Riot Fest in Chicago. <laughs> we we stopped to go, I guess, just to go to this park and walk around a little bit and I locked my keys in the car then and I was like oh my god we still found this cop I was like man can you can you break in here he's like no we can't we can't break in there unless it's like all running or like there's a child or a dog inside I was like ah oh, son of a bitch and so like I'm just like pulling out the window and some like random stranger like sees me he's like oh hey bro I got a what do you call it a jimmy or a jiffy Jim, jimmy oh jim I got a jimmy in my car and I was like bro can you break into this shit for me and he did it for me, and the window was all jacked up because I was pulling on it. It was never the same after that. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Why don't you just call a uh, tow company? Well, because I didn't have a lot of money. Oh, yeah, yeah. Des- desperate times, desperate, desperate yeah. measures. Yeah, I was, I was in Chicago, and if I had gotten a tow truck, I wouldn't have enough money, gas money, to make it back home. Yeah, so, and God, so. who knows how much that would have cost in Chicago. Oh, dude, I know, man. So, yeah, that, that, was, that was a bad place to do it. I feel like I have a lot more of those stories, but those are the, the big ones that stand out. And it's always just like such a negative, you feel like an idiot feeling, you know what I mean? And you're just like, oh my god, you're like, you're like this 
degenerate waste of life on the ground. It's like gross. It's like, you fucking idiot, moron. Oh, you don't even have enough money to like, get your keys out. Well, maybe you should just go live in this damn park for the rest of your life. You know what I mean? You fucking loser. Fucking loser. You know, it's like a loser feeling. Idiot loser, yeah. man. Well, this is like one of the very few, well, maybe very few things that you cannot even pretend to blame on something else. I know, it's all you. You're the <laughs> idiot. Yeah, you, you're the one who sucked. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You suck. Oh, man. Stop! <laughs> son of a... Ah, I locked myself out of my apartment. Oh, oh my God, again? Suck, man, I'm such an idiot. Fuck, dude. Oh, I know, dude. Allie, this day has turned awful... Can you please tell me something positive to bring my spirits up after this stupid mistake that I just did for the twelfth time in a month? Yeah, yeah, gotcha, man. I'll do you one better. Get in my car. We're gonna go donate some blood. Yay! Ooh. Yay! Can I come? Ooh. Yeah, get in. Beep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Friday, Friday. <laughs> yeah, Jennifer <laughs> Black. Gotta get blood on. Whatever her name is. Jennifer uh, Black, Rebecca. yeah, that's her sister. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's, it's Re- Rebecca Black, my bad. <laughs> yeah, Jennifer Black did Saturday, Saturday. <laughs> Saturday, Saturday, it's not, doesn't that, it didn't become popular because it's a terrible ring. It was just like a big <laughs> slam track against Friday. It's like, Saturday, Saturday, so much better than Friday. <laughs> <laughs> a slam track, nice. <laughs> oh, God. But that's, uh, that's my lock this week, y'all, is giving blood. As you guys know, and I don't know if I told the story of me passing out on the podcast. I might have. But um, I have a tumultuous? Tumultuous. Tumultuous. Thank you. I'm not going to say it, but uh, (laughs) relationship with giving blood. I I have always liked doing it because, like voting, I feel like it is your civic duty if you're able to do so. However, the last time I gave blood, you guys know that (laughs) I gave blood and I was sitting there. And I was a dummy and decided to stand up because I was like, I feel like I'm going to throw up. And so I was walking to like the seating area so I didn't throw up everywhere. And I was going to sip on a little Gatorade and I started to black out as I was walking. And I was like, ooh, that's not good. Well, that's not good. And that's so, bad. That's bad. And so I was, I was walking and then all of a sudden I turned to lean on the counter and then I blacked out. I woke up enough to see I was about to hit my head, hit my head, passed out on the floor. And then continued to pass out several times for the next, like, 15 minutes. Um, <laughs> it was a horrible time. It was a horrible blood donation. The place was full. It was really embarrassing. My pride was hurt for a very long time. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> I never wanted to get blood again because I was like, well, that was horrible. But it, <laughs> I tracked it back to my own stupid mistakes. I didn't eat enough. You need to eat before you fucking donate blood, guys. Make sure you do that. I didn't hydrate, so make sure you fucking hydrate. But anyway... Flashback to this Thursday, this past Thursday. I'm at, I'm currently at an academy, and we do physical training every afternoon. And the instructor, he told us that we could get out of doing PT if we all signed up for the blood drive. And so, not wanting to be the one person who didn't sign up, I signed up to give my blood. And uh, I'm sitting there to go give my blood, and I'm, I'm like, I can do this, I can do this. I had some beef jerky, I got a Gatorade, we're cool. And a girl, like, 15 people before me, she she, she passes out. And I'm like, oh, God. It's always got to be something. So I was like, I'm starting to shit my pants. I'm like, maybe I can just disqualify myself. It'll be fine. 
no, no. All my levels were really good. So I, I gave, I donated the blood, and I very slowly got up out of the gurney thing, and I was fine, guys. I did great. And nice. uh, it made me remember that donating blood is not so bad if you're not an idiot. <laughs> like, and you're, you're medically able to, also, I should point that out. Yeah, so I donated blood, felt great, and then I felt great about myself because, you know, you'd help in the community. I just think it's one of those things that, like, if you're able to do it and you're not terrified of needles and stuff like that, go do it. Because, you know those, like, disaster moments where they're like, oh, we're out, the blood bank's running out of blood, blah, blah, blah. Like, you could be one of those people who actually helps, you know, catastrophe relief, and that's awesome. And uh, you get a free t-shirt out of it and some snacks. And the only place I've ever seen canned Gatorade is at Blood Drives. Canned um, Gatorade? Canned Gatorade, and it tastes better. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I like that. I like that poisoning, you know? But, um, yeah, so that's my, like, I love giving blood. I love to help where I can. Um, I just like to be smart about giving blood. What about you guys? You guys you guys donate blood? You like giving blood? You like blood? I love blood, but I've only given it away uh, once. It was uh, just like a drive I signed up for, so I'm pretty bad about it i need i need to do it more i know like deep down and pretty surface level that i need something that i should be doing and i just haven't done it you know kind of like everything in my life I, but I get that. I'm, maybe this will inspire me to get out more i used to donate plasma nobly for 20 bucks a pop yeah <laughs> but um but yeah i need to get out there and donate blood it's a uh, it's icky I, i'm like have i wouldn't say a fear of needles i gave plasma so <laughs> my fear of needles is much lower than my love of money but it, it does kind of like gross me out a little bit but that's no excuse right you know what's uh, grosses me out more uh pe- people in need <laughs> don't say that don't say that oh, no. <laughs> fuck them Here, take no. this bag. jesus <laughs> just, just, just go away when you, God, will you, will you fix yourself? Here's a bag of blood. God damn. <laughs> no, that's not what I meant. That's not what I meant. Just, I, I should help people is what I meant. <laughs> what about you, David? Uh, I should, I've i never given blood, and uh, I, I definitely should as well because it helps everybody. I got, I don't, okay, I don't have a fear of needles. I got this, like, weird thing about my blood. So, yeah, but right. I, sh- I should donate blood because it does help a lot. I love helping people, and maybe maybe next time I see a blood drive, I'll go, I'll go give it a try. Do you guys know your blood types? Ugh, God, I forget every time I learn, but I think I, it's a positive. I've asked moms, like, every time I see her, when I go visit, I ask her, and I forget every <laughs> fucking time. <laughs> oh, God, I know. There's some some facts that I just, my brain refuses to learn. Same and here. my blood type is one of them. Same here. Like, I asked her so many times. It's like, I, like, okay. And I always think it's B, so that means it's probably A, because I remember I'm almost always wrong. I'm pretty sure mine is A. I just can't remember if it's positive, negative, or yeah. you know, A flat. I don't know. A flat. Mom, mom says that uh, we get our blood type from our father, and okay, so cool. What's his? A, a I think. A, a what? A, a what? A neutral. Uh, no, no charge. <laughs> <laughs> it's on the house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, my mom thought her blood type was a different blood type, like forever. And I told her what my blood type was, and she was like. So mine, cause she thought she's like O or something, and I, I was like, "Mom, my blood type is AB positive. Like, there's no way you're O, because <laughs> it just doesn't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how blood works, guys. I don't know how genetics work or anything like that. But she has no idea what hers is anymore. And the only reason I know is because I donated blood. 
Yeah, and yeah. now they call me all the time because I'm the universe. Like I, I have the universal plasma donor. Like oh, yeah, I was about to ask that. Nice. Yeah, yeah that's AB positive is plasma, and uh, so I get phone calls all the time. They're like, "You're you're yeah. very rare, special Same. blood," and I'm like, "Don't say it like that." We'll give you. <laughs> I'll give you a coupon to Denny's if you come, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How about that? Grand we, slam here, for your blood. Grand <laughs> <laughs> slam for your blood. Here in Oklahoma, we get um, if you donate with like Oklahoma. The Oklahoma Blood Institute, you, you get a t-shirt, obviously, and then tickets to three things that are in Oklahoma City. And I'm like, I don't want to drive to Oklahoma City for your frontier city, horrible amusement park, but whatever. Dude, go to, go to a Thunder, a Thunder game, man. I know something. But anyway, I digress. I, I, get, I get phone calls all the time that just like, they're like, you have very special blood. I'm like, I'm going to hang up now. <laughs> your blood, <laughs> no. Say, your blood. No, no, no. Don't hang up, don't hang up. <laughs> yes. It's delicious. I'm like, who is this again? They're like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> yeah, and then they hang up. You say, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> one. <laughs> yeah, one bat. <laughs> That's awesome. But yeah. This is my PSA. If you can go get blood, go do it. Go help people. Because you never know if you're going to be in that situation. Especially if you're O. Right? O is it? O something is the... Yeah, yeah. It's like the, the, the nega, nega blood type. Well, no. no. I think that AB positive is the like the universal donor thing. And then O is no. just rare. Isn't it? No, we're... No. No. AB positive no? is universal plasma. Yeah, I think O, o is uh, the universal blood. Universal oh. blood. Man, I don't know nothing about nothing. I thought AB... O negative is the universal? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember my okay. anthropology professor was O negative, and she went to Africa for like years, and they're always like draining her blood. <laughs> so, weird way to put it, but yeah. That's that's sounded, that sounded bad. They asked first. <laughs> they asked first, so. Hey, they didn't just like key. sneak in and like tie her up and take her blood. It's like, ha ha! But you were great. <laughs> so he just so like three. unleashing vampire bats at night to her. Yeah, tent. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god there are eight blood types I guess it makes sense what because it's yeah, A positive A negative B neg you know I don't know about that but yeah well, okay the three the three rarest blood types are B negative is the most rare um AB AB negative and then AB positive I feel like a positive because I don't remember hearing any negative coming from mom's mouth <laughs> So I feel like we're A positive because I think we're B positive, okay. but I'm always wrong. So we're probably A positive, John. Yeah, that was my guess. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let, uh, send us an email, mom. Let us know yeah. again. <laughs> if, if you know our blood type, why don't you write in? Yeah. yeah <laughs> shit. <laughs> blood is weird. Like why? Like there's so it just freaks me out. Like how many different types of blood there are, and the fact that like one blood can be like the universal donor. Like that's just. It's strange. Yeah, no, and then another, if you get the wrong blood, you get, like, salmonella, or not salmonella. <laughs> jaundice, jaundice. Jaundice, yeah, yeah. Salmonella. It's weird. What, do you guys know oh, what the difference is? I, I was going to tell like, you, by the way, John, real quick, AB positive, like, that I am, is the universal recipient. So oh, I can like have anyone's can ta- blood. Oh, you can take anything. anyone's blood. Nice. Yeah, give oh. me your blood. No, you're like, you're like, gonna shoot. one step away from count. Count Chocula, man. That's what I'm saying. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what are the differences? Like, what what changes when you move from A minus to A plus? Does anybody know this? Uh, no fucking clue, dude. 
No. Hmm. <laughs> That's something to research and maybe come back to later rather than listen to me type on a podcast. Yeah, da, 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 da. It's like probably a whole like list of different opinions from different mm-hmm. doctors and shit. <laughs> oh yeah. If it was if it was what year did blood come out, then I would type it in. But I'm not gonna do <laughs> yeah, yeah. a long long like form research. research. Yeah. One on, on year, year one. <laughs> well now I'm reading and I, I think I should have known this, but like different blood types put you at different risks for different things. So like if you're type A and B, you have higher risk of blood clots, heart attacks and strokes. Type A B higher risk of stroke and inflammation. And then type O, uh, lower slightly lower risk of thrombosis, blood clots, heart attacks and strokes. Huh. The hell is thrombosis? Must be nice. I don't know. <laughs> doesn't sound good though. No, it doesn't at all. No, I don't want it. It's got a pretty negative ring to it. <laughs> but you know, all that aside, back to the PSA. Give blood, and I'll try to be better about oh, it too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Give thing. blood. I'll, I'll try give to give blood. I'll try to stop being crazy and uh, give blood next time. Next time I can. <laughs> Well, John, now that I've got you hooked up to the, the blood draw machine and you, you gotta sit here, you might as well just tell me about something, something that ails you. Something that ails me? Something that makes me faint more than getting yeah. blood? Um, that's dumb. But, yeah, uh, take, uh, here, here I go. <laughs> I can't think of a fuck. Your segue was perfect. I'm sorry I couldn't uh, serve it back to you. <laughs> sorry, I'm, I'm just feeling a little lightheaded, huh? There you go. Oh. Yeah. My dislike this week starts with a story. As everybody knows, I'm sure, because I, for a while I didn't shut up about it. Uh, I work at a television news station, and uh, in the morning show, they have this game that the anchors do where they sit on the couch and they, they're they supposed to read off uh, viewers' birthdays and say happy birthday. But before that, they guess the ages of two celebrities whose birthday it is that day as well. And so... I think it was Thursday. It was uh, Sylvester Stallone's birthday. Uh, happy birthday, Sylvester. <laughs> and so we had a guest anchor on there, or like a fill-in anchor, and she, it's just like this 20, who knows and who cares, like 23, 24-year-old. So they look, and they're guessing, and she says whatever dumb answers that she has, and then they reveal it, and he's 77. And she's like, 77? That's so old. <laughs> wow. And this is live on air. On a morning show that goes from five to uh, five to seven, I don't know if you can guess what our demographic is. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So she says that shit, and immediately I got a phone call from our only Italian or maybe Russian viewer, who says, "I am not uh, gonna listen to your. I'm not gonna watch your station anymore." That's not important, but it was a kind of a cool accent. But anyway, he didn't like that. Uh, She made fun of old people. Or not made fun of him, just like said that was so old. And uh, yeah, we lost a viewer because of it. And so my like this week became, or my dislike this week became, uh, not being uh, respectful to your elders. And I, I don't mean this in a be nice to cops kind of way. I just mean like a don't be a dick kind of way, right? Yeah, yeah. It's just strange. And I think that I'm in a special situation where I come across it a lot because I feel like I didn't, either I didn't notice it before or this job is awful for being really mean to older people i do work with a whole bunch of like early 20 something tv people and it it brings a uh, a shitty snotty quality and mm-hmm. an element to uh workplace right yeah 
But yeah, it's just like, well, I'll be sitting like next to producers who are in their early 20s and they're talking about politicians. And well, like for instance, there was a, a guy who just, an inmate at a correctional facility who just died for some reason. The autopsy results haven't come in yet, but he was 70, uh, 70 years old. And everybody was like, it's like, oh, you know, he might have died in natural causes. He's so old, blah, 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 blah. And the uh, news director, or no, the uh, assignment editor who's sitting behind me, a 73-year-old man, says, we can do drugs too. (laughs) 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 Oh, oh, this prison facility had like a long string of fentanyl, Uh, but, and it killed a whole bunch of people, but that's neither here nor there. But like, they're constantly saying they should just like, politicians shouldn't be as old as they should be, which I don't think they should either, but you know, like that's neither here nor there. But just a lot of elder hate. And it makes me very uncomfortable because it's just like, we're all kind of headed that direction, right? And being shitty to these people is kind of, I don't know, it just seems like a, it seems like it comes from a place of fear, right? Yeah, and it's kind of ignorant too, I think. It's extremely ignorant, right? Yeah. And it's just, it's just weird because like, these are, these are successful humans who made it all the way to this age and now you're just dunking on them like they've done things that you would you would not be able to fucking stand you know like this 73 year old could probably drink your ass under the fucking table this 73 year old probably had sex with your grandma right yeah yeah definitely you don't know what the 73 year old has done and i'm saying i'm not saying like be respectful to all elders i'm like there are stupid people who are 73 just like there are stupid people who are 23 yeah i don't want to stick to these numbers like but the point is, is that they're all people and they should be taken case by case but you know you should come into it with like at least a sense of respect just like you would with anybody unless they're a 23 year old who's just out of fucking college who still goes to shitty clubs and then gets drunk and commiserates on how they feel inadequate to like potential lovers and their parents Fuck <laughs> them but uh but if they're real people and not like the people I just described, then be nice to people. I think so. I don't know. It's just, it's just like, the, I feel like America, I don't know what, how it is other places, but I can speak for America, has this like, <clears throat> this disgusting quality where we're just like super, super, super clinging, clinging on to youth and youth culture. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, though I wasn't there, I feel like it didn't used to be that way. We had like more of a reverence and respect for, you know, older people and just like older ways. Right, but now it's just like it's just like the Kim Kim Kardashian effect of uh, America these days. I feel like is a lot stronger than it probably was decades ago. Right, I don't fucking know. Maybe you know the bell bottom people were just like fuck eighty year olds. (laughs) 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 But yeah, and so like anything relating to that, just like the like the worship of youth and youth culture, just kind of like weirds me out. Anyway, we should be like celebrating, like each year that we're allowed to be alive. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. And I don't understand that, you know what I mean? I, I kind of take the approach, like, when it comes to elderly people, yeah, there could be some annoying elderly people, but there's also elderly people that aren't. It's, it's this approach. It's like, no matter what race you are, what age you are, uh, there's assholes and great people and all of that. All of those categories, you know what I mean? Right. Ass, assholes and good people. It doesn't matter, doesn't matter what. So it's the same with old people. Some old people are assholes. They are. I've, I've met an asshole old person, but some old, older people are fucking amazing. They're just fucking people. <laughs> you know what I mean? And we're going straight there very, way sooner than you fucking think. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So. And then some 23-year-old wearing, like, super futuristic clothes is going to be talking shit on you. Just like, like, you know, saying whatever they say about you. And you're like, I used to be pretty just like you. Nah, I don't you know? remember that shit. Yeah, yeah. And oh, what have I become? 
And I think uh, American culture is well known in the world for being disrespectful to the elderly. Because in the Asian world, they it's like all about respect. I know Korea, Japan, and Taiwan, and the Chinese culture, it's like they respect their elders for sure. You know what I mean? And it's like it's a big thing in their culture. So in the U.S., they're just like, eh, fucking smelly old people. I'm going to go buy some Adidas. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, whatever, whatever the fuck they do. I don't know. I don't do it. <laughs> But, like, it's just, it's very disrespectful and it's very stupid and ignorant because we're all going to be there. You know what I mean? It's so stupid to, like, think that way. That's so old. It's like, dude, you're going Fuck to you're gonna fucking be there and then some stupid, dumb girl is going to fucking scoff at you and be like, ugh, on the street when you walk by. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, I hate that. I hate that mentality. It's so ignorant and stupid. So, I agree with you, man. Yeah. I don't know. It's like... It's it's a I'm trying to I'm trying to be careful with the way I talk about this. Um, just treat people with respect with respect. Yeah. And like yeah, like you said, case by case situation. Like there's an asshole in every fucking house. But uh, yeah, don't be don't be a dick and know that you too will be them. And maybe you'll have respect when you get there. So you know, reap what you sow, baby. Exactly, karma, yo. Yeah. Just kidding. I, yeah, I totally dog. agree. <laughs> I think I think for me, it's baseline is just being be fucking nice to people yeah there's no reason not to and like I, as i get older the more the more i see people being like ageist classist like really weird about people with disabilities and i'm just like what like what is your problem why did you, what happened to you that you have no reason to be a dick to this person but just you because know, they're 77 or they are in a wheelchair or they're they maybe live on a different side of town than you that you're going to be a total asshole to them even though they could be the most pleasant person you yeah, know what i mean yeah cuz they they decided to be born in 191927 19, i'm scared I, I didn't do the math there sorry <laughs> i didn't do the too, math too early too early yeah too early, way too early like they, they decided to be born in 1910. You know what I mean? I'm scared. I, I, I made it. I made it. <laughs> Holy <away>. shit! <laughs> yeah, that but, guy's that guy's taking uh, sheep blood for sure. For sure, sheep man, <laughs> sheep man, right there. But uh, but yeah, yeah. They, nobody chooses when they're born, how they're born, what they do. You know, it's like it's so stupid. It I is. think this is the. So it comes from the same place as not wanting to know where the hot dogs come from. Maybe yeah, like they don't they like have so much like hatefulness towards it because they don't like seeing it like out of the package or whatever like or before it's made <laughs> yeah well they're just the process to make it because people who have these kinds of like you know, like the fear of the disabled fear of the elderly fear of the different are pro- likely don't have any of these things so probably like you know it's like healthy younger people who have built this idyllic life for themselves where they can ignore every single thing that makes them uncomfortable and they don't have to come to terms with their own humanity or how disgusting nature and the world truly is mm-hmm. you know it's just like a super bleached lifestyle so when they have to when they get a reminder that not everything is as clean as they think it is then they kind of balk they kind of get a little shy about it and they're uh, i think they get a little dickish right mm-hmm. so i think that's what i mean by the hot dog thing it's like do you just want the hot dog the perfect hot dog that goes on the cover of fourth of july magazine mm-hmm. uh and, but uh that's not how it fucking works. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely. mold. There's mold behind those bleached walls. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's mushrooms growing out of your ears. <laughs> I feel like I interrupted you, Ali. I apologize. No, no, you didn't. Okay. I will say everything with the uh, with the caveat, right? I do like we're we we've been saying in this topic. Um, every group's got assholes. Da da da. 
so for me, like, I don't blindly respect people. Like, I mean, I respect, I respect people until they give me a reason not to, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but I feel like people, like, and when it comes to elderly people, people are like, oh, well, he's old. And I'm like, well, he's a, he's an ass. Like, I don't want to hang out with him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So on, on the flip side, don't be mean to people for no reason. Don't be mean to people. If someone's a butthole, just, just walk away from them. But <clears throat> I feel like with elderly people, there's a lot, there's a huge group of people who will just be like, oh, well, they're old. That's the excuse. And I'm like, mm, they've lived enough life to know that their opinions are trash or like, like yeah. what they're saying is hurtful to people. So I think there's also yeah. that. I, I will say I treat everybody very equally, no matter what age they are. And I'm going to tell you right now, I have mean mugged grandma on the, on the MRT before. Yeah. You rude bitch. You know what I mean? It's like, don't yeah. fucking do that. Yeah. You know, so it, yeah. It, like, I'm not saying be extra nice to them or, like, give them excuses. Treat them like they're assholes if they're assholes. You know what I mean? Treat them yeah. like people. But, yeah, people yeah. suck. But not because of their fucking age. Like, their age no. is just their age. It's like, you're just a rude motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get out of here. Yeah, like that guy who called in uh, and complained about Sylvester Stallone. Uh, that's not what he complained about, but he was... Uh, he was a really fucking annoying dude. I didn't like him, but he was right. Yeah, right? yeah. It, it was wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, who calls and says, I'm offended. I will never shop here again. <laughs> fuck off, dude. Just, just change, but, change the channel, asshole. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so change the world, man. We're leaving you behind, Italian Russian guy. <laughs> no, he, he sucked, but he was right. You know, uh, we shouldn't be uh, saying shit like that. Yeah, definitely not. Yeah. It's a very ignorant thing to say. Yeah, check check your fucking privileges. Hey, hey whipper snapper. Um <laughs> No. No. What? What? You don't like. Oh, you're being a. You're being one of those obstinate children, and you must be punished until you learn to respect your elders. Um. I'll tell you what. Why don't you go sit in a corner and tell me about something that you like, until you uh, learn some respect, huh? How about that? Whatever makes you like go away, like stop grossing me out. I'll do anything. Okay. Oh, <laughs> you kids and your video games and Rebecca Black. <laughs> Rebecca, Jennifer Black. <laughs> Jennifer Black. <laughs> Living for Saturday, there you are. Saturday, Saturday. It, it does not have the same ring. Nah. All right. Um, well, my like today, uh, old man, is uh, laundromats. Or rather, going to the laundromat. I don't really care about looking at a laundromat, but if you have to go to a laundromat and do your laundry at a laundromat, I really enjoy the atmosphere. And what? yeah, I know, I know. This is a like. This is a like. I'm not even kidding. Oh. No joke. My uh, my washing machine recently broke, so I can't do laundry at my place anymore. So I've been having to haul it to the laundromat. And yes, it feels kind of silly to you know pay money to do my laundry when I just have laundry machine here but anyways anyways um it's actually every time i go to the laundromat maybe it's because like i am being like it's not productive but it's necessity so i you have to do this you know what i mean yeah you have to have clean clothes to go to work so you don't gross people out and you keep your job blah 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 
So it's a necessity. And I, when I go there, there's like nobody wants to hang out in a laundromat. So I'm most so I'm completely alone. And I can like read my book, and like, and I find that my mind is always super at peace at a laundromat while I'm waiting for my laundry. You know what I mean? Because it's a it's like a task you have to do. So you're you're doing that task and you're waiting for that task to be done so you can go handle other tasks. And while you're while you're doing that task, though, you can't do anything else. So it, I just find my mind is like so at peace at a laundromat. And like doing laundry lately uh, at a laundromat here in Taiwan reminded me of when I used to go to laundromat when I the first year I lived in Martin, Tennessee, because I didn't have a washing machine there either. And I remember I, I had kind of I had a bad relationship at the time, and I would that would be like my outlet sometimes. It's like, well, we have a ton of laundry. I'm gonna go do laundry. So I go to laundromat, and pff, I remember the feeling. My mind's at peace, waiting for this laundry. Yeah, they're a little dirty. And yeah, sometimes there's some shady people, especially in the U.S. at like a more rundown laundromat. But for the most part, like I'm very at peace reading my book. I used to study at the laundromat when I was in school. Like it's just, it's it's a very peaceful place for me to go. And I know that's kind of strange, but it's true. Every time I go there, I'm very, very at peace, very into the book I'm reading, or very into studying, or yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, I was gonna yuck your yum here, but that now that you've laid it out like that, it kind of seems like a meditative experience for you. It is, yeah, big time meditative. Yeah, like I, I kind of, I can like reflect back on my life or like think about the future, what I need to do for the future, better at a laundromat for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah, well, it's a couple hours for you to get away from your life, and nobody mm-hmm. can question why you're doing it because it has to be done. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I hate it. I think it sucks. <laughs> you hate it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I can't focus on the book I'm reading at laundromats, much like airports, you know? Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, there's a lot of free time, but it's like a, it's the, it's the anticipation of the flight or the change into the dryer that I, I just can't focus on the book. So it's just like, I, I never really enjoyed it. Oh, okay. For, for well, the beards. It is, you know what? It, it is sad. I feel like I missed a lot, you know? At laundromats? Yeah, yeah. Because that's a lot of time spent at laundromats. <laughs> Not me. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Only the necessities. Once every two weeks. Until your mom visits and she does them all for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but now I have a washer and dryer, so eat it. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> what about you, Allie? Do you love this stuff? Uh, I can see why, David, why you love it. I think it's... <laughs> I, I can totally understand that. But I'm kind of the same way as you are, John. Like, I can't read in airports. I don't think I have ever read at a laundromat. Um, I don't I don't particularly enjoy going. I It doesn't it doesn't uh, fuel my innards in. And I also have a washer and dryer now. And I don't think I could go back. I don't think I could do laundromats anymore. I could, do it, if I, I could do it if I had to. If I had to, yeah. Give me yeah. a lot of things if I had to. Oh, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, like, I could get over it real fast if I had to. Yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, uh, I don't I don't think it's for me. Uh, no no peace, no zen for you guys? No. Nothing? Yeah. What, what do you guys, what's your best experience at a laundromat? Uh, <laughs> well, my clothes are clean. Yeah, and I got to leave. And you get the hell out of there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've never had a good time. One time I was at a laundromat in Haver, Montana, and somebody stole the book I was reading while I was outside smoking a cigarette. And I found it hard to be mad at them because I was like, man, they stole a, a book. 
Good for them. <laughs> like, what the hell? That 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 kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah, but I was like, if you had to steal anything, like, yeah, I mean, I probably would have let you borrow it, but uh, have fun with it. It's a good one. And but uh, but yeah, I've never had. I cannot think of one good experience I've ever had at a laundromat. I've had plenty like bad ones, and Haver again. I went to a different laundromat, and uh, you know there are two, and um, <laughs> and. And I kept running into somebody I knew, but I didn't know them well enough to like hang out with them, and I didn't want to. So it was just like awkward, and I would just like go outside to not be near them, and <laughs> just like terrible with people. <laughs> so yeah, that's probably my best experience. Well, shit, that sucks. I would probably ninety-nine percent of the world feels the same, maybe. Probably, but they they should all take a note from you because it is a perfect opportunity to like relax and clear your mind and you know and really it's like the whole like we were a lot better at being bored when we were kids you know mm-hmm. yeah. And, yeah yeah uh, we we're like constantly distracted and constantly entertained laundromats kind of like goes back to that a little bit where you're stuck in this one spot for two hours and you know as long as you're not like scrolling through tiktok you know but i'm you know, i'm not talking shit on it on this podcast i always do outfit but uh um yeah <laughs> But, uh, yeah, it could be, like, a good, almost meditative experience, like I said. I think so, too. Like, like I said, I just like, like, peace. And, like, a lot of times, even when I'm in my own apartment, it's hard for me to, like, think clearly about the past. Like, you know, like, there's always some, like, negative thing I'm thinking about or, like, something I'm scared of in the future that I'm thinking about. But, and, and not all the time, but when I do go to the laundromat and I'm sitting there and I'm just thinking, like, it's so much more clear to me what I need to do. Or like why something happened. I don't know why. It's very very zen and it clears my mind. And I, I, it makes me think about something our brother slash uncle said one time. Like one time he told me that he enjoyed running out of gas in a car. And I was like, what the fuck? That's super weird. And he's like, no. No, no. Like it is kind of dumb, but like think about it. Hear me out. Um, he said... the. And this is coming from a guy that has a lot of problems. He said, no matter how many problems you have in the world, like that you have to deal with at that time, when you run out of gas, that is the only problem you have to fix. And like, that's the only thing you have to think about. You have to get your car off the road. You have to find gas to put in your car. And all those other problems go away for that moment. And it kind of, it kind of, it it's, it's really stupid. Don't get me wrong. But it makes like, it, sense. Yeah. It does, it does, yeah, yeah. So, like, I, I feel like since I'm completing this task, I have, to, I have to complete this task, I have to wait for my laundry to be done, that's what I'm doing, so I don't have to think about all the other things that I need to work on or, like, do. I just, like, doing my laundry, and it's, so, like, my mind is, like, at peace, and I can think about other stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah. I used to feel this way about driving. Um, there was this period in my life where I was dating a girl two hours away in Montana, and um, mm-hmm. and one of my favorite parts about those those uh, conjugal visits was uh, um, the drive there <laughs> and back <laughs> because like you're stuck in a car for two hours and this is before podcasts for me and uh, so I was just like everything would like it's like all right what are we doing for two hours and you would just like think and you would like figure everything out I would like think about my the book I was working on at the, at the time and like things would become clear like you said and. I almost looked forward to those drives, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So yeah, like long, long car rides is where I find that space. I hear that. Yeah. yeah. Long car rides, like you think about a lot of shit, especially like really, really long ones. Like you go through like every emotion you've ever had. Yeah. Do that on that trip. You know what I mean? <laughs> I love them for that. What about you, Ali? Do you have a, a space or a task or something that really clears your mind? I think, like, maybe walking. I think, like, going on long walks. That always clears my mind really well. I feel that. I'm, I'm a walker myself, so I yeah. totally understand that. Driving for sure, too. I don't necessarily like it, but, like, it definitely... I do... So I'm, I'm driving two hours one way right now. Um, and that... I think it helps... I'm just like, oh, and you're right. You go through every every emotion. You're just like, oh my god. Yeah, so. and then then you're happy, then you're angry, and yeah. then you're like <laughs> confused. You're not really sure what's happening. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. Those long road trips, you can reflect so much. Like, I'd be like, like in Richmond, Kentucky, and Nene Mom was in Arkansas at the time. And that's a twelve hour trip, like a one way. So like you begin. And you know, I, I'm knocking off in one day because I ain't got the money to get a hotel. So, like, you're just like driving, and literally every every emotion, like, you reflect on everything that you did in the past, like, however long it was with all the people in that world of my world was Eastern Kentucky and Richmond, Kentucky. You know what I mean? Like, but I was in that world for so long, and then I leave for Arkansas, and in that 12 hours, I'm thinking about that world that I left since the last time I left it. I'm like, that's just the world that's there, man, that I, that I made, that my friends are making for me right now. It's like, now I just left that bubble. That's important. Like, now, now what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Especially, like, when we used to drive around a lot more as uh, kids and and when Ali would, Ali, you would, like, come and visit, it's like, just, like, all these little pockets, these little pockets of reality in various parts of the country and world um, where there was like a different group of people, different connections and different feelings to be had, different vibes, you know? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when traveling betwixt those bubbles, uh, versus like this transitive experience where you could like, yeah, like you said, David reflect on, uh, each of those bubbles. It's, uh, it was, it, yeah, I love, I love doing that. I wish I could do it more. Mm-hmm. Same here. It's like crazy to think how easily those bubbles can be popped. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <There> <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I, no not, in, not in a negative way. Oh, okay. Like, like you, you made that world for yourself, and you're like, you're in that world, and like the second you just like drive outside of town, you're like, oh fuck, <laughs> that's not real. You know what I mean? It is real, but it's true. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, not like the whole world comes crashing down. Just it's just so blow easy that to... motherfucker up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just like oh no, no, not in that way, but it's just like so easy to like leave that world, like, and now you're not a part of it anymore. Yeah, and, and the only real ties to that world are you know. The, uh, the feelings that you have for it, right? Mm-hmm. But when yeah. you're when you're in it, you're just like, oh man, I gotta answer all these text messages from all my friends. No, I'm just kidding. But yeah, uh, yeah, all my friends constantly. It's just like, yeah, the the little lives you leave behind in the places you go. It's uh, mm-hmm. it's interesting stuff. It's very interesting. I, I like thinking about the the eras eras in your life, and uh, I feel like eras are kind of like places you've been. You know what I mean? It's not really an era. It's like time. I mean, it is an era, but it's because you were in a different place at that time. Could you stay in an era forever? If I stayed in this apartment for the rest of my life, would this be the same era? 
if I didn't go to a new place? I mean, I, just, I don't think that it's necessarily the places that you live more than how you live in them, right? So you could stay in the same place, but enter a new era if something, if you progress through your life like that, right? Because, yeah, yeah. I mean, even on like more like a, like a granular look at your stay in Taiwan, you know, like maybe the first era was before your wedding and the second era is after. Maybe there's some like massive shift that would happen two years from now if you stayed that you would then enter a new era. It wouldn't even feel like the same place. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. I mean, think about our, like how many times we moved in El Paso and how those felt like different eras a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, yeah, even when I like lived in my apartment last in Taipei, like that was an era. And when I moved to this one, this is a new era, I feel like, because it's, it's just so different. Yeah. Because it's the, e- it's the easiest way to shift an era is move to a completely new place. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think I think it's a spectrum rather than like a switch. Mm-hmm. I think so too. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Fucking trippy, bro. <laughs> Fuck, man. Pass the joint. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, cool, bro. That was a laundromat, by the way. That was laundromat. Oh my god! I, I just realized like how fucking deep and meta we got or whatever. Like, is that I don't even know what meta means by the way. So sorry if I used it wrong. <laughs> yeah. How do you describe meta alley? It's like a thing within a thing, isn't it? Like yeah, like layers. You know, like self-referential almost. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Have you ever seen Inception? Yeah. That's meta. That's meta. It's like... Oh, that's meta as fuck. Deeper and deeper and deeper, kind of re- referencing itself and going deeper inside, right? Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we started off so small and we became so big. <laughs> <laughs> and that's life, baby. Um, well, Ali, I'm at the laundromat and my mind is just too peaceful, so can you bring me back to reality? So oh. I... And cloud my mind with all the problems I have. <laughs> oh boy, do I gotcha. Let's go oh, do thanks. a really, really hard workout, and uh, you're gonna realize how out of shape you are, and that'll make you sad. <clears throat> and that is my <laughs> dislike, is uh, doing things and realizing how, just how out of shape you are. Um, and I feel like it's not just like with working out hard. I think there can be like certain things you do in your day-to-day life that you're doing, and you're like, oh my god, I am out of shape like helping a friend move or something like that. Um, I saw this video where this guy was running through the airport and he was like, I never realized how out of shape I was until I had to run from this terminal to the next. And um, I think uh, those moments where you realize that you are just, (laughs) you have just neglected your body are, they're kind of rough because you're just like, why did I do this to myself? Like, why why am I this person? <laughs> All that comfort came with a price. Yeah, yeah. You might have enjoyed eating your scramps and watching TV, but <laughs> now you're paying for it. Um, uh, so that's that's something big this week that I've really um, I've, not and not in a horrible way. I think it's 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 both a dislike and something that like if you have the capacity to change it and the will to change it, that's awesome. But this week, uh, you guys know I started uh, PT. And our first day, they were like, you guys are going to knock out a two-mile run. You're going to do 30 sit-ups, 30 push-ups, and as many pull-ups as you can do. And I was like, oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. There's no way. And uh, we do everything as a group, like a platoon. So, like, you have people who are, like, in incredible shape. You have people who are in pretty good shape. You have the middle ground, and then you have people who are really out of shape. And thankfully for me, I fall in the middle ground. Like, I'm not, like really really bad 
but I'm not good. I definitely can't breathe for half of this run. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you're, uh, not, you're not you're not like private pile though, right? Uh, no, no, yeah. Okay. But I'm like, <laughs> you know, we start this run out, and we're it, I say run, we're jogging and then walking because we have to stay together as a platoon, and you're only as fast as like your slowest person. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we probably jog. Mm, I would say like. A, like half a lap and a little bit more and uh a fourth is that more than half nope a fourth <laughs> is not more than half uh, a, a quarter <laughs> the, the, a quarter still a fourth <laughs> <laughs> this is my my next dislike uh anyway, yeah, anyway uh... we're jogging and uh we're part way through this thing and i'm like i can't breathe man i'm just like you know how, like, runners will tell you to, like, control your breathing? Um, it's yeah. really hard to do when you're not a runner. Yeah. You're just like... I always, um, say, yeah, I always tell them to shut up. I'm, I'm <laughs> <laughs> no, for real, because, like, I'm like... Uh, Denise used to be a cross-country runner, and so she would like... You had to exhale, like, on your... When you step. And I'm just like, I don't... I can't... I'm not coordinated enough for this, because I'm, I'm really focused on, like, the breathing, right? Like, I, I cannot breathe. I cannot get oxygen into my lungs here. <laughs> And, uh, so we did this fucking two mile run and I already into that. I was like, <laughs> no, <laughs> no way. <laughs> and then after that, they're like, okay, now we're going to knock out 30 push ups. And you know, like I told you, some of these guys, they just knocking them out left and right. <laughs> and I get down there and I'm just like, okay, I think I have adrenaline because I don't want to look like a little, like a little weenie. So I just, <laughs> I knocked out 15 and then my last 15 were just like, it was a struggle. And then I finished those and I was like, oh, my arms hurt. And then they're like, okay, sit-ups time. I was just like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> I cannot do this. And then, you know, like I said, the next day we do PT again. We run down a hill. And then we run back up a hill. Which, by the way, um, why? Why? Why do people <laughs> run up hills? That was horrible. And so for this whole week, I've just been like, girl, <laughs> you need to get it together because you are out of shape. And I, and I vape. So, like, my lungs really don't work. Um but I just those those moments though when you're you're doing something physical and you're just like oh yeah you think before before it you're like maybe I got this maybe I can do okay and then you're in it and you're like oh oh no no my body uh-uh. is my body is uh-uh. not ready for this <laughs> yeah <laughs> but man yeah do you guys have moments have you had moments where you like, you realized how out of shape you were or if you were like yeah. a little bit out of shape yeah yeah I, I got like a perfect moment that happened to me. Uh, Recently, I mean, there's probably been way more moments, but when I first came to Taiwan, I was pretty out of shape. I was uh, a lot bigger than I was, and I had not, you know, run or jogged or done anything in a long time. And there's a there's a hiking trail called Elephant Mountain here in uh, Taipei. And I remember Debbie and I, we first went up there, and both of us, we had, there's like tons of stairs, and like the we like took us forever to get up there, like 45 minutes to get up these stairs, and it's and we're like, oh my god, so many stairs, how are we gonna make it up? But we got there, I was like, like, oh, like, taking breaks every like five minutes, I was like, it was killing me. And we finally got to the top, we're like, oh, so worth it, we made it. We we're so proud that we got to the top. And then, like, a month ago, we we're like, you know what? It's been two years since we've been there, let's go there again. And we were like preparing, because remember the first time, <laughs> it was so bad preparing. It's like, all right, I got my water. It's like, we gotta be prepared for like, you know, like we take take breaks, wear comfortable clothes, not like we did last time, and then like we did it this time, and it was a fucking cakewalk. 
like or he's like what and even Debbie was like, was like, we should be ashamed of ourselves for that last time. <laughs> we thought it was like the worst hike in the world. And we did it this time, 20 minutes flat. Like we weren't even out of breath when we got to the top. Like, wow, that's a really easy hike. But we were just so out of shape the first time we did it that it seemed like it was like, a crazy hike, but it wasn't. We just we just suck so bad. Just in a matter of two years, got that switched around. That's that's good though. That's a cool uh, little like, example of <laughs> what you can achieve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was good that it wasn't. The, I was happy it wasn't the other way around. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Do it the second time it was like, <gasps> but like it was easier the second time. So that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I feel like I've always envied people who are runners because like I've never been. I, even in high school when I actually played sports. And we did, like, the suicides and, like, oh, we're going to do a two-mile run. I always hated it. I've always hated running. And I really I really want to be that person who gets up on a Monday morning and is like, I'm going to go for a jog. And I'm hoping that this academy, with the amount of running that we're having to do, I come out and I want to be a little bit of a runner. But I don't know that it'll happen, guys. I don't, I don't know that I believe in the runner's high. I want that <laughs> life for myself, too. But I just, it's, I've gotten so much time invested in this kind of, like, piece of shit persona <laughs> that I don't know it might be too late for me I, I, don't, I don't actually believe that but it's just like if you can make a habit of that it seems like a really fulfilling thing right a great way to start your day but uh, but you just gotta get there first huh yeah yeah I definitely think, I think you gotta like it too it's my problem yeah I don't I don't know I have liked running before that's that's what messes me up right cause if I never liked running then I would say like cool I and that's not for me but uh, but I have liked it, and I was like, maybe I could go back to that. You know, it's like some, mm-hmm. some, some, <laughs> like I, I don't know. Like, there's just still that possibility in my mind. It's like I could be all I could be if I just made a habit out of it. Yeah. Yeah. I I remember back in the day, I, I used to love running. Like, there yeah. were all, uh, certain certain points in my life, I, I ran a lot. And I I used to like beat my records and stuff. Like, and, and they weren't like impressive and like records they're their personal records that i i didn't and i didn't pay attention to anybody else's but yeah, yeah I, I i enjoyed it but i don't run anymore because my back is fucked and yeah. running is really bad for it and there's sometimes i'm on a treadmill and i really wish i, I like i want to start running again but i don't want a broken back so i, I stop yeah. myself now so that kind of sucks switch to bikes man yeah yeah I, I i need to switch to bikes but i don't like the if i switch to bikes i'm gonna go outside so I won't be on a treadmill or like on the elliptical or whatever. Oh, you don't like stationary bikes? Nah, no, nah, I don't. Hmm. Hmm. Man, it's kind of hmm. weird. Yeah, Ali, you you definitely. I'm I'm excited to see your progression. Like you, it's cool that you're bringing up this topic now in week one of what does PT stand for? Physical training. Physical I training. Think. Yeah. Uh, basically, <laughs> you think? Hell. <laughs> Hell. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, it's cool that you're bringing this topic up in week one of your 13-week PT, um, <laughs> because in 13 weeks, we'll come back around to it and see if it's kind of the same, or if you're just like, no, it's nothing now. Yeah, oh. yeah exactly. And like, yeah, your voice has that crunchy feel to it, too. Did you take a picture on day one? I did not. I'll take one, I'll take one today, so I can compare it to... Uh, like when I graduate. Yeah, see if it looks different. See if that. Okay. See if it, you get your ass kicked for 13 weeks straight. If it really makes a difference, because yeah, I'm interested. Well, <laughs> it's got to, because like, there's also like a two week span where you do defensive tactics and you do like triple the PT. Oh. And ugh. keep in mind that I'm living. I'm living somewhere that's not my home, so I don't. 
a big part of this is like I'm not drinking like a bunch of drinks. Like I I feel like that's my biggest calorie thing. Is like I love soda and I don't buy it because I'll drink it. Yeah. So I'm not drinking soda there. I'm not uh, snacking. I basically, you know, eat lunch and dinner and that's it. Um, yeah. So I mean that's gonna help and then just building muscle and cardio. They basically yeah. told us already that cardio is gonna be super heavy next week. So I'm oh, preparing God. my lungs. <laughs> that, is, that is rough. Yeah, it's and it's mind you, it's it's a hundred degrees and the humidity down where I'm at. I mean, at six thirty in the morning, we do this thing called colors, where you march and raise the flags. Yeah. Um, it's already so humid that I'm sweating without doing anything. So we do PT at four thirty, five o'clock, and literally, I am just like, I mean, it is ninety seven percent humidity. Oh my <laughs> like, God. So you're all that water weight too. So I'm trying to drink so much water right now because I'm yeah. not trying to. I'm not trying to throw up or like black out or anything. Because <laughs> I will. Stroke. Yeah. But yeah, damn, yeah. dude, it is. It is rough. Yeah, that that sounds rough. But like John said, it, it sounds kind of exciting to me because I'm not the one doing it. I guess it's a lot easier on this side. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, don't well, tell me about it because this sounds interesting. Well, maybe yeah, I'll do it someday. Yeah, yeah. It's like I'm like eating chips as we speak. You know. <laughs> I will say, I think I think it is good for people who don't really know how to work out by themselves or don't really like to, because mm-hmm. especially since they make it, they put you in these these little platoon things, and they're like, you start together, you finish together, like. It really pushes you to keep not keep up because you don't want to exert yourself next to the guy who has been running his whole life, but like mm-hmm. to finish, you know what I mean, and like really put your all into it instead of being like you never you ever go to the gym and you're like I'm gonna do this many sit ups and you only do like half of it because you're like no I can't, but like yeah. in, in these situations like you have all these people around you who are like one more you got it you got this, so I mean <laughs> like okay fuck okay yeah yeah, yeah. and. Like, <laughs> And like we don't want to be the weakest link, so like we'll we'll try we'll try not to be, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. I, I, I feel you. <laughs> my, my my biggest goal in this, by the way, at the end of the thirteen weeks, is I want to be able to do a pull up because I can't do a pull up. I've never been able to. <laughs> and uh, so when they say do as many pull ups as you can, I can't do any. And so like I want to be able to do at least one pull up. That's a cool. So. That's a cool goal. I like that. I, I like that. Yeah, yeah. It's good. Yeah, we'll see, because pull ups are hard as fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah they're, dude. They're rough. I think at at my peak. Which is not very high. It was molehill, but uh, at my peak, I could do like uh, seven to ten pull-ups, maybe. I didn't. I didn't realize how difficult they were, and then I started reading all this stuff about like people who take physical tests for like special operations or like the FBI, and they're like, you only have to do like five pull-ups to get this many points. And I was like, damn. So they're hard, is what you're telling me. <laughs> um, I, I went to a point in my life. Ali was there for it, like where I went like crazy, like physical fitness, and I had like pull-up bar in my uh, apartment. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, but I, I could do the most pull-ups I could ever have ever done in my life at that point. What was I, it? it was like it was like thirty. Thirty. Damn. Yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, but I was I was doing like pull-ups every single day though. Yeah. See, I never really got into that. Mm-hmm. I don't know what was wrong with me then. <laughs> what was wrong with you? Uh... You're yeah, well, or I got like obsessed with like being like fit, even though I was, like smoked cigarettes and drank like a motherfucker. But I was like, oh, but I gotta be physically fit. You could hang though, David. You would just run circles around me. I'd be like, God, Lee. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I would go meet up with David. And he's like, Oh, I just ran like 15 laps around the track. And I'm like, What? Just like, so <laughs> yeah, but 
And then he's like, let's go play frisbee. And I'm like, you <laughs> that's what I was going to say. Down. And then he was like, <laughs> was like, come on, let's go play soccer. I want to play soccer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let's play soccer. You want to start a team. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, dude, I remember like yeah. going to visit you and you did like, oh, let's go play soccer. Let's go play soccer. And I was like, all right. And then I was just like, <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> the whole time. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Um, See, I have those moments. And then I have the moments where it just all stops, and I get chubby as hell, and I can't do anything. You know what I mean? Like it's just a, it's a roller coaster with that with that kind of stuff with me. So this year, at the beginning of this year, you guys know, and the podcast knows because I talk about it all the time. I make goals for myself, right? And so mm-hmm. <clears throat> this is the last year I have in my twenties. I turned twenty nine in a month, and um, I decided that like I really need to get serious about my health and not like I don't I don't need to have I don't need to be ripped I don't care about that nah, and uh, nah. I don't care about having a six pack I care about like functional fitness right like <laughs> being able to actually feel okay and like and get good sleep and stuff like that and so I decided that 2023 is the year for my health so I've been going to the dentist and uh, I'm being forced to work out so that's really good for me <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> eventually I'm going to go to the doctor because I haven't been to the doctor in forever. <laughs> and I decided, you know, like, after I get done with this, this cleat thing, if I make it through, which I'm hoping I do, I, if I, like, I really need to just keep going with it. And I don't have to do the PT we're doing now, but if I can just continue to, like, work out every day or, like, four days a week at least, like, yeah, every Every, <laughs> every be, other day is all you yeah, need. My, mm-hmm. my life will be, me as a person will <laughs> just be better, you know what I mean? Because, like, I don't want to get to, like... <laughs> my older years and just be like I don't know kind of like catch up yeah exactly and like kind of decrepitish and you're like oh god yeah so I'm really I'm really trying hard to make this year like the year I get my my health kind of figured out and uh supposed to make everything feel better yeah like I mean, just in today, if you work out and you're healthy then you're just happier person exactly and I just you know, like I said, linking it all back to the dislike. Like, I don't like knowing how out of shape I am, but it's. I think it's good for you to know that. Unfortunately, you know, because you're just like, oh boy. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like a reality check. You know, it it's is 100. Like, fuck. You know, like it's just it's too true. And when you don't know, it's like ignorance is bliss. But when it's in your face, you're like, oh fuck me, I'm in, I'm a, yeah, way out of shape. You know, yeah, exactly. I'm in danger. Oh, John, I just I just have five more five more push-ups to do. Five more. I, I don't know if I can do this, man. I don't know if I can do it. Uh, yeah, hey, yeah, you can do it, but don't like move too fast. I'm gonna put this uh, put this glass of beer on your shoulders as I get ready for my topic here. Um, and you know, because I don't work out, I just drink beer. Get it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, while you. Give it your all. Uh, I'll inspire you with my like this week. Uh, it's called Tattoos. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I can't believe we haven't done this one. Neither. I mean, now I'm afraid that we have. But I really don't <laughs> think we have. Um, I like tattoos. I'm not a huge tattoo guy. Um, but I do enjoy tattoos. I like looking at them. I like getting them. I like having them. Um, I like, sometimes I think about them. Sometimes I look up at the night sky and I wonder... No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I personally have four tattoos. Um, we can list them off later. But, uh, but uh, yeah, I, I guess I just I freaking like tattoos. It's just like a, real, a cool adult way of drawing on yourself like your parents told you not to do. And then you got old enough to say, 
fuck you, and I'll do it permanently. <laughs> Take that. All those little S symbols that I used to draw on pages in high school that I would draw in my hand. You bet you wish I was doing that still? No. Huh. Yeah, I used to do that all the time, too. I wonder if they still draw those S's. I saw it the other day, but it was a um, 38-year-old man who drew it. So. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if the kids are doing it, but uh, we, we're still keeping the spirit alive of the, the jagged S. I don't even know what to call that. Me a three line S. Well, I mean that's how you started. Nineties kids will know. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I I think that I'm a very middle ground tattoo person because I'm not crazy about them and I'm not a puritan, right? Um, I don't think that you should get like this bolt tattoos, or at, at least not for me. I don't really give a shit what other people do. Um, it doesn't offend me to look at it. I'm just like getting nervous <laughs> when it, if if I were to have it because I don't have enough mm. personality to make up for like anybody who might look at it uh disapprovingly right yeah yeah <laughs> um <laughs> so i keep keep mine close to the chest and uh yeah i i guess i'll get through them um uh my first tattoo i got when i was 18 i got a little star wars rebel symbol on my back shoulder i was there for that one yeah um and i'm still waiting on you to get yours david yeah no, we made a pact that uh me john and Chalmer would get the rebel symbol yeah, but different colors. One's blue squad, blue squad, red squad, and gold squad. Yeah, I got red squad first, and then um, mm-hmm. and then no, uh, no, and then it's like no, twenty it's years almost, later, and I'm still waiting yeah. on anybody else to follow through on that. Yeah, yeah, it, it is almost it's damn near twenty years later. <laughs> yeah, that's so, that's why you never want to go first in line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, I like it. It's it, it's fun. Um, and then the second one I got when I was like twenty one or twenty two. It's love is love. I got on my my, my rib cage, um, and then uh, I got black rose on my forearm, and seven seventeen on my other forearm, kind of my elbow pit. That's my anniversary. So that's my anniversary. Oh, yeah. oh I was about to ask, is it the anniversary? Yeah, yeah, it just has it too in the same spot, and it's a little couple tattoo. Hell yeah. Yeah, and those are my tattoos. I think I'm good. Maybe I'll get another one. I probably will later, <laughs> but uh, but. I felt like two was like just towing the line of being a tattoo person. Like it wasn't enough, but it was too little, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like a, I didn't commit hard enough. So yeah, I just uh, kind of pushed it over the edge. And uh, now look at me, I'm edgy. Oh. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> what about you guys? How do you feel about tattoos and what are they? Yours. I know. Ali, Ali has tattoos. Ali has uh, tattoos. I love tattoos. Um, I would never get a neck tattoo or a face tattoo or like hand tattoos. I would, lo- I would love to have a neck tattoo. I just don't want society to... <laughs> that's, yeah, I would never... I, I couldn't do it just because of society. Yes, but yes. Um, I love tattoos. I want more tattoos. I really, like... Um, I really want, like, a like like some thigh tattoos. Because I, I, like, I kind of like my thighs. And I think they look cute with a tattoo. But um, <laughs> I don't like tattoo money. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah. That's the worst part about tattoos. But I, I also got my first tattoo when I was 18, and it's a quote that says, it goes on, and it's from Robert Frost. Um, it's all I know, or something like, uh, everything I learned about life can be summed up in three words, it goes on, and that's, I feel like a very 18-year-old tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I got that one, and then I got, I have to look at my arms. Uh, what the hell did I get next? I got this one, it's like a cat, and it's like the infinity symbol. And I only got it because it was raising money for a shelter. <laughs> so that one really has no meaning, but yeah, whatever. You, you like cats and you want to help them. 
I do. I like I like the cats. And then I got one <laughs> on my other forearm that's the Cherokee word for together because my family they all have like these necklaces and my dad has a bracelet and they all stay together. And my dad got them for us when we when he went to Iraq for the first time. And I'm I don't like I don't wear necklaces. <laughs> so I got it tattooed on me because I felt right. I have the Mario mushroom on my shoulder or on my what is this thing called? The top of my arm. Clavicle? Uh, oh. Bicep? Yeah, but like on the outside. Tricep? Mm. Oh, tricep. Yeah, yeah, tricep. yeah. I don't know. But uh, I got that for um, when I worked night shift at the jail because we called ourselves the Mushroom Crew. And we nice. got Mario tattoos because we figured if we hated each other, at least it was something that we could relate to something else. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. <laughs> um, and then I have three trees on my leg that were done in my kitchen. <laughs> a stick and poke tattoo that actually turned out okay for a stick and poke. Um, they also don't really have any significance, but they look kind of cool. And then I have um, a crown on the outside of my arm, like right above my elbow. And that's um, my favorite artist. And it's just a reminder to be humble. And that is all my tattoos right now. Crown is your favorite artist? Well, no, it, it is a crown. <laughs> His name is uh, uh, Basquiat. Oh, okay, okay. I was making yeah. sure. He's, Who's crown? crown? Who's that? <laughs> Never heard of him. Okay. But, yeah, yeah, it's a crown. Like, there's a crown that he has that symbolizes... It's basically his symbol, and so I got that on my, my arm. Oh, oh, okay, cool, cool. So how many... That's, that's it for now. How many tattoos is that? One, two, three, four, five, six. Damn, you beat me. Six tattoos. Nice. And I'm hoping when I get done with this cabin crap to have another one. Another one, another one. Nice. You're going to get that classic Sailor Jerry tattoo with the banner that says mom on it or some Hell shit. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hoorah. <laughs> no, I have some, like, I have some big tattoo ideas, ideas, but, like, I I get kind of intimidated when I go into tattoo parlors. Like, I don't know what it is. I'm just like, I'm not cool enough to be here. Uh, you um, got to think about all the people with tattoos that you know and what your <laughs> how cool they are, right? Yeah, 100%. Every, every mom's got a tattoo. Like, like, not cool mom, I mean. Yeah. No offense no, to the moms out there. <laughs> but there's there's some big ones I want to get. Like uh, I want to get something kind of like a, a bigger piece that represents every country that I've lived in. Um, but that's going to take like a lot of design because like, I have different symbols for different countries. But I think that would be really cool to have. Ooh, it'd be cool if you could get like tiny flags and just kind of have them in a checker, checkerboard almost. Like, oh, that a would space actually between. be kind of cool. Yeah. I, would, I met... Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I, I met this girl... Uh, I didn't like the shape she had him in, but she had stars all over her leg, and like each star was a different country she's been to. So like uh, it'd be the flag inside the star. I, I wouldn't do stars, but I thought that was a pretty cool, pretty cool idea. I'd be nervous. Cool. I'd be nervous because of flags like uh, like Mexico's flag. It's like how do you get that tattooed and trust your tattoo artist? You know, especially know, if it's right? so yeah, tiny. Yeah. It would just oh, have to yeah. be the I- the idea of the shapes in it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like my, my idea for it is kind of like, so I've been thinking about like symbols from every country, like, and it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily need to be something other people would recognize from that country, but like take, uh, Mongolia for, for example, I would get a gear, which for people who don't know what a gear is, it's a yurt, but they don't call them yurts in Mongolia. Mm-hmm. And then like, oh, from Oman, I'd get that, the, that knife thing that they always have. They have it everywhere. Oh, yeah. It's like that weird J knife. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that's called anymore. Um, and then uh, for Zambia, 
I could go with an animal, but I was going to get like a jacaranda tree because they're super prevalent there. And then, yeah, New Zealand, I could go with anything. I could go with a kiwi bird or I don't know. I think that, that's a cool idea. <laughs> I, I like that, the traveling traveling tattoos. I'm, yeah. I'm all about it. David, what about your tattoos? <clears throat> um, well, let me count them real quick. Zip. Yeah, I don't Nada. have any tattoos. <laughs> Nada. Yeah, no tattoos. And it's not because I dislike tattoos at all. Uh, I actually, what you guys are talking about, like, people putting them on their neck and having a personality to do that. I actually respect those people a lot because it takes it takes a lot of confidence to do that. I'm like, good for you, motherfucker, because I'm a huge bitch. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, like, so I actually respect that. And uh, I like tattoos. I like to look at them. And I like the symbolism and the meaning behind tattoos. Uh, my, my, my boy, uh, Alan, he's... he's He's getting tatted up real hard. He's got a lot of tattoos going on, That's and cool. uh, I, and he's he's exactly the type of dude that has the personality to wear him like on his neck. He's like, well, what the fuck, what the fuck you would do about it? You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I like that. Good for him. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. And Stephen has tattoos. My other boy. So, I, I, I've always wanted a tattoo, but like, I didn't have the money when I was younger, or I did, but I guess I want to spend it on other stuff. And yeah. I couldn't think of anything that's so close to my heart and soul that I would want to write on my skin. Like, there's stuff that I love, but I guess I didn't love it enough to get it tattooed on me, you know what I mean? And I, I couldn't just get a tattoo, like, you know, it's like, oh, it's a pretty moon on my on my chest. It's like, oh, no, it's pretty. I, I couldn't do that. If I got a tattoo, it had to have, like, some sort of deep-ass meaning behind it. Like, Ali's... Ali's uh, together tattoo, you know, Cherokee together tattoo, something like that. Yeah, that makes choosing a tattoo a lot more difficult. It does, yeah, yeah. 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 I would say... I've, uh, oh, so, go ahead. No, I would say, like, half of my tattoos do have meaning, and the other half are just for fun. Like, the, yeah. there's a yeah. there's a spectrum. That doesn't always have to mean, like, like if somebody asks about it, and you're like, oh, sit down, let me tell you. Yeah, like, I can... <laughs> 1927. I don't know. That's the second time I brought up 1927. Sorry. <laughs> I love that year. Yeah. Oh, amazing. But, um, but yeah, I have like speculated getting like a Sega. And I say like dear to my heart. It's hard for me to like choose a tattoo because it needs to be like deep meaning and dear to my heart. And now I'm bringing up fucking Sega Genesis. A lot of people are probably like, what the fuck? <laughs> fucking deep. <laughs> but for me, it is deep. It's like my childhood. Like I was like raised on that shit, and it was a I thought about it so much. Yeah. I still think about Sega all the time. I went to Tokyo, Japan, to find old school fucking Sega games, and it was like absolutely amazing hunt. You know what I mean? One of the best like Sega hunts I've ever had in my life. And this I was fucking thir- I was thirty two when I did that, so it's still with me to this today. Yeah, and this can be like your old guy collection type of thing. Like the it was a big part of your childhood you know it's like some people will go back and like start collecting things that they were familiar with when they were kids like mm-hmm. for you that's like a- yeah definitely and i think i would just get like like a, I don't know like uh what do they call it a, not a compilation but like a hodgepodge montage hodgepodge. montage no, there you go not a montage a collage collage yes a collage um somewhere on my body i don't know where but of like all of my favorite Sega games, like hanging out together. You know what I mean? Yeah, just like smoking weed. Yeah, like ooh, pass it. Like you know, Sonic. 
yeah, man, fucking tail miles per hour tail or tails miles per hour. Excuse me, is got like cashed eyes and shit. Yeah, I, ca- I was about I was gonna say that if you didn't, I was cashed eyes. Fucking boards we blaze. Yeah, no, that's a really cool idea though. Mm, I think it's too. I don't know if I ever do it, but uh, I do respect people with tattoos, and I'm not I'm not opposed to it at all. Yeah. <laughs> That was it. That was episode 84, right? 84? Yep. Yep. Hell yeah. We laughed, we cried, we learned what meta means, and uh, all sorts (laughs) of stuff. Um, Thanks to everybody who came out to have this little journey with us. I appreciate it. Yeah. But we have another journey we'd like to talk about. Yes. That is the journey of... Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I just started singing a song on cue, but I forgot why you were doing it. <laughs> it's just it's so natural. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Um, yeah, Fantasy Football League, the Goofy Troop Fantasy Football League is coming up. And, um, yeah, if you want in, just send us an email, reach out to us on Facebook. Odds are you probably have our cell phone numbers. Um, so, yeah, yeah, you can text us. Just uh it's coming up. I don't know. I need to plan out when we're going to have it. I think Jess is going to be running it this year because she's a lot more um, all about it than I was. And uh, <laughs> apparently I chose some rules that people didn't like. And I don't know how to change that or what it should be changed to. So I'll leave it to the football people. Yeah, yeah. I'm down with that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So just reach out to us if you want to join the Goofy Troop Fantasy League. We'll have a $20 buy-in. And, um, and yeah, it'll be fun get it maybe i'll make a trophy this year i kind of have the makings of one started no spoilers we talked about it last year yeah but uh yeah you won so i could i had a lot of time to think about it and think about making it oh okay (laughs) it costs too much to send it to taiwan so yeah no sweat uh hopefully i win again with all my weird choices that i made Um, i'll be okay with that yeah i bet you would be (laughs) (laughs) And um, and then in addition to that, uh, if you just want to reach out to us with any comments, questions, queries, or topic suggestions, if you want to be on the damn show, where can they reach us, Allie? You can reach out to us at podcasthearusout at gmail.com or find us on Facebook and Instagram at podcasthearusout. Just look for the sad balloon. Yeah, that's right. And if you want to let other people know about this spectacular program that you've been enjoying for the last few years, Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> Be sure to leave us a review on iTunes or on Spotify. Just go to the mobile app for Spotify. Go to our picture right below that picture. There's a star. Make, if it don't say five to it, next to it, make it so. Um, and uh, yeah, and you know, just have a good time and be better than you were yesterday. Don't compare yourself to other people. That's the lesson. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's that's true. And respect your elders and people with neck tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> And Sheep Man. Sheep Man. <laughs> this was episode 84 of Hear Us Out. I'm your host, John Paul. This is David. And I'm Allie. Thanks for listening in. We'll see you guys next time. <laughs>